<laughs> smiling, smiling, smiling. Is it working over there? Got it good now? <laughs> Welcome again to another thrilling edition of the Mind of Magnus here on WRFZ LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. Hey there, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in and keeping us company, as always, on this Monday night. Uh, if you guys are Friday night listeners, or Friday morning listeners, excuse me, I want to give a love to you guys as well. I know I don't talk to you guys a whole lot, uh, but I love the tweets and messages you guys send in while you're having your drive time in on Friday mornings. So thanks again for listening in here on The Mind of Magnus. Uh, so, listen, I want to give a couple shout-out to some people that really matter around here, and that starts off with the people that help make this show and station possible. It's our Patreon supporters. So, Patreon, you guys, you want to uh, help keep this station uh, going, keep the lights on, keep the uh, microphone sounding all nice and snazzy, uh, to go to our Patreon account. Go to RochesterFreeRadio.com, click the big orange button, and you can see all the cool stuff that is uh, uh, the, asking for the lovely money on there. Um, so, other thing I want to give a shout out to is all the wonderful, wonderful people um, who have also been tweeting in and sending messages and saying hello. If you guys want to message in at any point in time during the show, you can do so at mindofmagnus at gmail.com or Magnus Apollo on Twitter. Uh, we tweet along at the same time, so people can send messages in anytime they want, and we have fun doing so. Uh, but thanks again for everyone writing in. You guys have been a blast. You guys have been offering some great uh, ideas for hosts, uh, or not hosts, but guests. I mean, I think they like the hosts here, but uh, so, but uh, I also want to give a shout out to the guy who makes the show sound awesome as always the man in the glass box mr matt obscure himself hey matt how you doing in there i cannot take that title today <laughs> I, I have the worst case of technical technological reverse midas today <laughs> it is us so Dude. we we've been having uh in the roster free media sort of circuit today we've been having the weirdest luck with all of our technology so, uh, those who don't know, Matt and I also help out with Rochester uh, Central or Rochester Television. I can't talk RCTV. today either. RCTV, thank you so much. Uh, and we were in the studio for an hour and a half trying to get that working. We're, for... we're in the midst of making a, a really cool art show that should be hitting the airwaves. Oh gosh, in a short time, shortly, I'll say Mo- shortly, right month now. or two probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, super excited about it, but yeah, today everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Uh, and we just kind of carried it over to the studio. So yeah. I, I am the man with the reverse Midas touch today. My name is Matt Obscure. I am so sorry. It's also hotter than the backside of a rocket in here. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it you know. really. I thought it was just me. I'm not good with heat. So if I start stumbling over things, I'm going to melt. I think I'll, it's because of that. I'm really not a guy with with heat, and it's toasting here today. Yeah, I walked in the studio here, and my contacts fogged up. That's never <laughs> happened to me before. It's brutal. Oh my gosh! Yeah, if we suddenly just get really quiet and hear a thumping sound, it's just we both collapsed. So uh, hopefully our guests can handle heat a little better than we can. So uh, I'm really much built for winter. Those who've never seen me before, I'm pretty much built like a Viking, uh, except I don't have cool tattoos on my face. I mean, give me time. I'm, a couple more years, maybe I'll go for it. I actually saw a guy last night. Actually, Rochester guy. You probably know him, uh, Chris Worthless, mm, yeah. who has shaved his head now. And you guys could be twins. I can't. I can't envision. I guess now I can envision him. Now I, now I can picture. Yeah, he's definitely much. I never realized he could be a, such a good doppelganger to me. But yeah, yeah that's accurate. That's so the way we can differentiate now is Chris now has a, a tattoo on one side of his head. So <laughs> if there's a giant tattoo on the side of his head, it's not Magnus. It's, not it's me. Chris. Okay, okay. The Sans tattoo is me. That's perfect to know. Uh, so uh, we had a great show last week. People wrote in saying hello. Had a lot of fun us rambling on and bantering on. Uh, and uh, people want to say, Matt, you sound great. They loved having uh, us banter back and forth. So it was very nice to hear that sort of thing. Well, thank you. And thank you for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, people have been, uh, I want to pass along a note. Uh, people have been thanking uh, specifically you for getting the podcast up and going along. It's been pretty great. We have our uh, classic podcasts have been happening as well. So that's all thanks to Matt. I keep yeah, praising it, you. It's so much fun to do. Oh, my gosh. Totally. So uh, tonight I'm going to jump right in. I do sometimes a long diatribe of fun, weird stuff. 
Uh, but uh, tonight, I am very, very happy to have this guest on tonight. She is one of my favorite illustrators in the planet, on the planet, the whole thing. Like, it's not just Rochester local art that I love here, but uh, I have a very talented woman joining me tonight, uh, Miss Caitlin Yarsky. She is an illustrator, musician, and I'm just going to bring her right on the mic right now because I do not want to waste any more minutes with me well, rambling on. Hello, hello. Thank hello. you for having me. <laughs> well, thank you for being on here. Um so those who do not know Caitlin Yarsky, uh, you can find currently, uh, you can find works of her uh, driving around the city. There is a mural that has been done by you here in Rochester mm-hmm. um, over on Boulder Coffee. Yep. Uh, if you happen to be at, say, like Comics Etc., which is in the Hungerford here with us, you can see some uh, lovely uh, you know, graphic novels with your name on it. Uh, but also you can see you play music. I, I think I've also seen a... Uh, uh, um, some uh, uh, some artwork of yours on Bernanzios is that as well? That's true. The, yeah. uh, the art, the portraits of the uh, local musicians on the on the side of the building. Yeah, nice, nice. So we'll probably circle around and all that stuff. But you guys, you may not know Caitlin's stuff, but you've seen it. Uh, you've also may have heard some of her music. You're a very talented musician, which is an amazing thing to see because you're a very talented artist. And meeting people that are good at two things just irk me sometimes. Jeez. But you're seeing pretty Thank cool, you. so. <laughs> Uh, but a musician as well. So, uh, Caitlin Yarsky, uh, I, I just want to kind of know the path that took Caitlin to get to where you, you know, started from to where you are now. I, I don't know a whole lot about your background past. Oh man! So uh, wow. now I like this. We have a lot of Rochesterians come on the show, obviously here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, now, are you? Where did the the young Caitlin start? Aside, you didn't come from a spaceship or land or anything else, you... right? No spaceship, uh, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. But um, I grew up on Long Island mm-hmm. and I uh, went to RIT for illustration and ended up staying for work. So I was a game designer uh, for a good long time, like full time. Uh, really, about seven years at uh, Working Man Interactive and. In, uh, it's around the corner from here. Yeah, That's right nice. around the corner. So wait, you're a Long Island person, huh? I'm Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. Every I, now I'll notice the accent, I guess, if it happens. <laughs> I don't really have one. I, I had friends who really had it, though. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how do you dodge a, a Long Island accent? Out of curiosity. Just... Uh, have parents from Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, so, I got you. Know. <laughs> so you were, you were too, it was laid down too much into yeah. that. Yeah. Now, was the uh, young Caitlin an artist as well, or what's the young Caitlin like? If you yeah, don't mind me. it was uh, it was all it was all art all the time. All art all the time. It was just from the beginning. I mean, I was always drawing, so uh, it was a lot of fairies. Nice. A lot of fairies. A lot and, of fairies. And a lot of uh, um, princesses with duck heads and elephant heads. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. No idea. That's my question. Is like, does it spawn? Or like, so duck heads and elephant heads. Uh, maybe it's uh, uh were you were you. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I can't even think where the kidneys even spawn of. I was trying yeah. to think of like, uh, you know, in India, maybe you're, maybe you've been. Uh, this is your second That's life. Kind of reincarnation. Reincarnation. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> duckheads, really? Yeah, I don't even know what the reference would, would like where I would have gotten that from. But yeah. Now, at what age are you drawing duckheads on like princesses, fairies? Oh, and everything I else? don't know. Seven or eight. Nine. Oh, nice. Yeah. Duckhead yeah. fairies. Mm-hmm. That's that's. Pretty good. I, I think it's pretty awesome. Now, did you spawn from are your parents artistic or? Yeah, I have a pretty artistic family. Um, my dad was a singer songwriter when I was growing up. I mm-hmm. mean, um, he had other jobs too. But um, and my stepmom was um, into acting in New York City. Oh, she was doing nice. theater. My mom uh, is interested in writing. She likes to write. Um, my stepdad was a sax player. Is a sax player still. Wow. So, yeah. you got a lot of stuff happening there. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's not like, you know, I came from accountants, you know, or something no, else. No, no, they're all, they're all artistic. All artistic. Yeah. Now, uh, did the gene, you have siblings 
uh, mm-hmm. sibling? Yeah, well, half siblings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, they the, the the gene pass along through them as well. Here? Oh yeah, yep. There's a uh, there's singers and guitar players. And, wow, look at this family. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah, we have a little family band kind of gathering in on Christmas. We have, oh wow. You know, now, how many people are playing in this family band around Christmas? It's not that many. It's usually just uh, my, just mostly my dad playing like Christmas carols for mm-hmm. this like you know for the, re- the family reunion. Everyone singing along to him. And then oh. my aunt plays violin, so I play with her. And then you know so whoever else wants to join. Now, uh, how many instruments you, you play violin? I've seen you play. Uh-huh. You uh, is that your main? That's things? the main thing. Yeah, um, I like to sing too, but um, I've been trying to learn guitar and. Uh, it's just, I think just being older and picking something up is just, makes it so much harder. Well, I guess you don't learn. You're not as malleable as you once were at adapting and picking stuff right. up. Right. Not uh, a sponge. No, not a sponge. Yeah, definitely. Like, you can't learn languages easily. No, you can't instruments. Um, but have you ever just picked the instrument up, like the guitar on your shoulder, and see if you can just pick it out that way, then slowly lower it to your lap and pull off that way? Yeah. I don't think that would work. It's a little big for that, oh, but, you okay. know. Get a small ukulele, maybe try yeah, that right. way first, start yeah. off there. Um, so, you, you, it's violin, and you are a remarkable violin player. Oh, I didn't, I knew you were an illustrator, and then, thanks to being up, um, what's the, uh, in Greece, what's the uh, building up there I'm thinking of, has the back, the nice big... Oh, Iron, iron Smoke? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, no, uh, not Iron Smoke. Um, uh, the recording studio the recording. has a... Has oh, a, right, right, right. I can't remember the name. Yeah, you, I, I encountered you playing a violin, and I'm like, I first time encountering you playing a violin, I'm like, that person looks just like Caitlin Yarsky. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and she plays violin, too. Oh, remarkable. Um, so uh, how long have you been playing violin? Um, you know, I picked it up uh, or started learning when I was eight um, in public school, you know, and mm-hmm. went through all the way through high school with it, and then... In college, I stopped. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all like classical music I was doing and a little bit of fiddle. And then um, after college, I had a uh, friend who kind of straddled both worlds of art and music in Rochester, and she kind of introduced me to a lot of the musicians. And then mm-hmm. they were all like, "Let's jam!" And I was terrified because uh, jamming is not really something they teach you how to do when you're growing up. You know, it's 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 all sheet music, and you get that sheet music, and it's like, "Thank you, sheet music." You- <laughs> Tell me what to do, you know. But this the, the jamming you have to you have to like really think about theory and you have to listen to everybody else really closely. Yeah, it's a conversation jamming. It's a total conversation. Mm-hmm. It's but it's one of my favorite things to do on the planet. Like I just saw you recently post about looking for people to jam with. But yeah, if I say that, hey, who wants to jam? It. So it's now a thing. It's a big, it's, big part of the Caitlin Yarsky. I mean, experience. I haven't really done it in a long time, but it's really it's just um, liberating. It's just it's kind of meditative for me. Like it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like. You know, you kind of like lose yourself, mm-hmm. which is very hard for me to do. So if I get into a good jam with people, it's like really, it feels that's, really. That's amazing. Yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah, I can see. I I I can play a piano and I play a couple other instruments, but I'm musically declined. I have no like no like people hey, get piano is pretty pretty. No, everything's thing. right in front of you. It's, yeah. it's not. It's, it's not like people are like oh, I play piano. It's like typing a song out just with notes. <laughs> it's right in front of you. Just press the note that we need to hit the right note. The length, of, right length, of the amount of time. That's well, that's the a trick. doing two different things with two different hands freaks me oh, out. Oh, two hands. That probably would make a difference. No. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, it's yeah. I guess it's that bad. But I mean, violin. You got to. I guess. Yeah, I guess you're playing two different notes in different hands. I, 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 don't, I don't. It's more just like the idea of reading two different clefs. Oh. Yeah. Two different kinds of clefs at the same time. I don't know. Just. Oh, I guess, amazes I, me. Oh, well, I, I, you haven't seen me play, so you're not amazed, trust me. <laughs> if you see me or hear me, you'd be like, oh, oh. Well, imagination magnets is amazing. <laughs> Definitely. You seem like a person that strikes me as, as a fairly good imagination. You, if, From a child on, you seem like you're still carrying that imagination torch pretty well. I try to, yeah. I try. Yeah. It, uh, I think it plays along pretty well. I mean, like I said, I've seen you perform. I've seen you, I've seen your artwork. Uh, mm-hmm. And just I think the way in which you interact and chat with people seem like you have a 
sort of good, you know, creative spark and energy about you. So well, thanks. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it keep it alive. <laughs> it's pretty hard now. Sometimes so, it's hard. Yeah, especially sometimes reading the news today, it gets a little uh, like, oh, yeah. Oy, uh. So we'll go about that maybe later. Who knows? Let's not bring it down right this no. minute. Um, so you are uh, now you were playing an instrument in so high school, junior high. Is you start picking up an instrument there? Is about that. Uh, well, when I was time? eight, so that was third eight? grade. Oh, third grade. Oh, playing, wow. Yeah. So you playing violin at third at third grade? Well, you know, I, you know, you pick, you start learning it then. Yeah. I see. I think I started mine in fifth or sixth. I don't oh, think okay. It started a little later up here. In, mm-hmm. they, they don't have any faith as us, uh, us in Western New York. They're like <laughs> they're they're not uh, they're not smart yet. Let them a couple more years. Um, so. Were you doing art or music first? Music, uh, not music. Uh, art first, for sure. I was, oh, okay. I was always drawing. So, gotcha. Do you, uh, do you have any artwork from your like old child self floating around or anything? Else? I do actually. Really? Yes, I have like one trunk of stuff that's just like, like a whole barrage of things from the past that I don't really haven't gone gone through yet. But that's a good little time capsule. I have to go back and revisit yeah. all the time. Well, yeah. so I know it's there. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Right, so. So, doing art, doing music, you are rolling along through Long Island. Uh, now, the Caitlin Yarsky of the past, uh, were you a quiet, you know, introverted little one, or are you a... No, yeah, pretty quiet, pretty introverted. Um, so, you didn't have, like, pink mohawk and rocking out? Mohawk. You know, my dad wanted me to. He wanted, he wanted he, you to? He was so excited for, like, the rebellious teenage days. <laughs> he was like, I can't wait till you, like, want to pierce everything, and have the crazy purple hair and a mohawk and everything, and, and I never, never... Obviously, that wouldn't be a rebellion if he wanted to. No, yeah, yeah, that. really. I guess you, you rebelled by being the... By not, not rebelling. Wow, so many so, levels to this. Yeah, it's so spiteful, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, uh, I never did the pink mohawk myself. Uh, oh no! No, I, I lost the hair way too early. I Maybe guess. you could do it the like the opposite way. Opposite, with your beard, <laughs> exactly. You know? That'd be like the pink uh, beard. Yeah, the other way around. Yeah. Uh, I do have some bright colored beards. I've done it uh, not permanently. Just spray them in for Halloween yeah. costumes here and there. I, I think I've seen a couple of pictures of that. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Looks good. I've had uh, yeah. Actually, the most ominous, scary one. Bright color seems fine. If I put my beard black, it seems it throws people oh. for a loop completely. Yeah, I can see that being very intimidating. I see. I'm like the the <laughs> nega version of me. Somehow you're yeah. like that guy. I can't trust that guy. I, I have to find a picture for you. I'll show it. Uh, and I may have posted online too. People care. But for Halloween uh, a year or so ago, I put in uh, had black beard on, and I think I put red contacts in. Oh my god! That's all I did. I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't put much makeup on my face or anything else. And I stood there, took a picture, and people were like I didn't. You couldn't tell who I was. Yeah. It was literally jarring. Like it looks like. Just not me. Yeah, was, no, that sounds terrifying. Yeah, it was definitely definitely <laughs> weird. I kept staring myself in the mirror. I, I, I was yeah. waiting for like this is the movie where the the mirror version of me talks back to me right now. Okay. I'm waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Luckily, it never did. So, woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's hope that never happens. No, <laughs> no, never happens either. Oh my god. So uh, you're not rebellious, teen. You find yourself at uh, coming up here for college, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. Well, I, my first year actually was at uh, a place called Bennington College in Vermont. Which was a very like kind of hippie liberal school. Um, Can you pick your own degrees in that one? Is that you, one? D- there are no grades and no curriculum, so you pick your own classes and you just go with it. And I know someone who went to school there. Do you? Yeah, yeah. My yeah. friend uh, uh, Devin, she's a photographer. Okay. Uh, West. I, I really like that. Sounds very familiar. Yeah. So I mean, it's a great school. The classes are amazing. It's just mm-hmm. for for me, the environment was a little stifling. You know, they had like so the so the one that has no grades, no no thing is too stifling. Um, what? not create not creatively, not oh, not like oh, academically, gotcha. more socially. It oh, was like gotcha. six hundred people in the whole school, mm. isolated in the mountains. Like you know, you have to be really into that, and you know, yeah, yeah, find your core group for that to work. <laughs> uh, so you were lasted a year there, and what yep. made you 
come over this side? Um, I just didn't, I didn't want to stay at Bennington. So I, I took a year off and I worked and um, then I applied to new schools and transferred. So oh. um, RIT was a big one. It was very, uh, it was very nerdy for me, which was great. Mm. And uh, I, I was big into learning Japanese and everything. So I, I was into the anime stuff too, until I went to the anime club and then uh, that was that was unpleasant. So oh, I never no, went no. back to that, but that's okay. <laughs> that anime club is an experience there, it's isn't it? It's an experience. You go once and you're kind of like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> Can uh, you guys describe what the anime club for those who may not have been, encountered the anime club here? I don't want to shame anybody. Right. It's no, just, no, 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 yeah. no. I'm just like, a, you know, just a bit of a couple couple buzzwords maybe. How would you say it's just not open? There no. was, it was just, um... It was just a little awkward. It was, you know, there was a lot of, like, laughing a lot and at every kind of anime joke that came up on the screen, like, mm. like over-the-top stuff, and, and, like, there was a, a smell that they oh, had to yeah. address. I was going to say, there, there is a, a, an extreme amount of passion for some things yes. and then a, an extreme lack of passion for others. Yes, that's a <laughs> that, perfect way perfect of saying it. Perfect way of saying it, thank you. Yeah. That, that combined into being kind of an odd situation. Not to disparage anyone who likes anime. I no. like anime. I'm a big Ghibli Studios fan and, nice. and Evangelion and Cowboy Bebop and everything. But, nice. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was I feel bad. I didn't get into anime until later on, but I got, luckily I was introduced to it in those actually the two right there who got me going into it. Yeah. Um, so you uh, fan of anime, fan, uh, fan of being nerds, and RIT is just enough. You can be close to a city still. It's yeah, people you can you don't have to be stuck with those. There were six a lot of options, a lot of things to do, a lot of groups to join, a lot of you know nice. social activities. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so you said you went. Uh, uh, your degree you were focusing on again was? It was illustration, and that was part of the reason I wanted to go to RIT was because it was very, it seemed very business-oriented about mm-hmm. illustration. It took it seriously as like a career choice, mm-hmm. so, um, whereas a lot of the art schools, um, some of them are really great that I was, you know, I was looking at really excited to, to apply to, but um, they seemed to kind of just let you go afterwards, and there's no kind of preparation for anything. So, yeah, yeah. like, you know, they, they prepare you to, to do awesome stuff with your art, but then they don't really prepare you for the business world of it mm. which i think is really important for us to know how to do because no yeah yeah, it's you, really can't competitive. Just, yeah you can't just cut the rope and let them best of luck for you sir yeah, yeah. we'll let yeah. you know when we need some more money mm-hmm. kind of idea but, exactly um no and you had a great experience there sounds like mm-hmm. uh, met a lot of cool people mm-hmm. uh made good connections uh and then found yourself so you are so you took a year off of work uh, or for that one between there out of curiosity what did you do between that year off what did you work at um I worked at the art school that I went to when I was in high school um and I worked at a I tried waiting tables and I was really bad at that hmm. I worked at a grocery store I had like a lot of jobs so oh okay yeah. I'm just trying to piece together when we have the story of Caitlin Yarkey's life I want to try to pace it out yeah, yeah, yeah so you're here you graduate uh and uh luckily you stayed you've been yeah. pretty happy here in Rochester sounds like yeah I mean I was here for a good um, six and a half years or so, seven years after uh, graduation, mm-hmm. and then I kind of felt like I needed to go off and do do my thing. So I, um, I took a year and you know built up the portfolio and was like trying to figure out how to get into the freelance world, and still wasn't even sure I wanted to be like what what like what area of illustration I wanted. To, I mean, you know, the last. You know, all my twenties was basically trying to figure out where where I fit in. You mm-hmm. know, because I I did mural stuff, I did book illustration and games, and nothing really seemed to quite fit. Mm-hmm. And then um, it kind of clicked that comic books was where I wanted to go. So 
That was about three years ago or so. Three years ago. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I know I, I kind of said about you stayed here, but at one point you didn't stay here in Rochester, No. Right? Uh, yeah, about three years ago I, I headed off and I worked um, – I was painting Mardi Gras floats for about four months in uh, New Orleans. And uh, I have an uncle who's a sculptor there, um, and so they needed a painter. That's awesome. And I worked for them. And then, uh, and then I went off to Thailand for four months – um, and just did the digital nomad thing, you know, worked freelance and, mm-hmm. um, that's what I actually did those Bernanzio's paintings from Thailand. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. You were here, did stuff, yep. go across the, across the world and do the paintings for that way. Yeah. Do your Rochester work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny. I didn't even, I didn't have a mobile tablet at the time to work on. I just had like my PC and my Cintiq like monitor that yeah, I draw yeah, yeah. on. So I like packed my whole tower into a suitcase and sent it to thailand wow that, i'm glad it showed up yeah, I, it, I, it showed up it was broken but i fixed it pretty oh, cheaply oh good so oh it my gosh out. um so uh it, i'm sorry it, so thailand what made you choose thailand um you know i have some uh, a, a couple of friends whose um uh who, their son went to uh chiang mai for about two weeks and stayed for two years and they were telling me about this and describing what it's like and then I started looking into it and looking into like top places for digital nomads to go and digital nomads are you know people who do freelance work mm-hmm. and they can do it I like that, that term is that a term that's digital it's, nomads yeah it's it? like a established term now no, something yeah, like that. yeah so there's like co-working spaces that you know in, the, in all these cities where you can rent you know a spot like a desk and mm-hmm. work from there and whatever you're doing you know if you're doing drop shipping, you know, or you're doing some kind of like other, you know, e-commerce type thing, which a lot of people do, um, and then they just do it from anywhere they want. So, I uh, decided to go to Chiang Mai and was there for from like April until August of one year. Wow, a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do remember seeing the picture because I, 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 you know, I, I follow you on Instagram. Actually, we, people should probably give out your you have social media. People want to see your work. Uh-huh. How can we? see your work I should oh, say this right off the bat yeah, yeah. sure so um, on social media I am on Twitter I'm Yarsky with uh, three R's so that's Y-A-R-R-R-S-K-Y <laughs> and then uh, um, everywhere else it's pretty out. It's pretty easy uh, Facebook is just my name Caitlin Yarsky and then same thing with uh, Instagram so, okay yeah. um, and the website too perfect that's, thank you uh, people are actually asking that um, actually uh, the uh I just had someone wrote in, uh, Alan, uh, actually is a, a guy probably going to be on the show at some point as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just got back from Thailand and Vietnam. He literally just flew in this week. He's oh, been wow. there for uh, eight weeks. He wanted to stay longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had to come back for other reasons, but uh, he gave a thumbs up because it's beautiful country. And he, what did he say? Um, oh, uh, he loves it. He, he can't get over how expensive food is in America. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, it was so cheap out there. I mean, it was beautiful. It was warm. I mean, really warm. I mean, like 104 degrees. Oh, gosh. Uh, sometimes, sometimes less, but it was for a good month or so, it was 104 degrees. Um, but I, I like, I love the heat. Like, if it was, if my apartment was like this right now, You'd be happy all the time, I would be really happy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it was beautiful. It was warm. People were really friendly. You don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily learn Thai. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's polite to learn some, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's like all these digital nomad space, like you know, co-working spaces. So you meet a lot of people from all over the world and do your freelance, and it's pretty wonderful. Now, if you don't mind me asking the question, what what made you come on back? What was the? Um, you know, I, I, it's it's interesting. I've been like I, part of the traveling was trying to figure out where I would want to maybe settle or put some roots down for a little while. That wasn't Rochester, you know, mm-hmm. just to see, um, try some things out. But it just didn't uh, it didn't feel like a place to kind of put roots down for me it was um 
honestly, I, I you know, I, I went from there to New York City, um, and I what I love about New York is the the energy and the ambition and the that kind of buzz. I I like that it motivates me. Mm-hmm. At, whereas opposed to like Chiang Mai, you could stay there technically and like not technically. I mean, it's, you really shouldn't be working <laughs> freelancing from another, uh, but you could stay there and live pretty well without you know breaking the bank. But it's um. It's it's sleepy. It's a sleepy place. Like Sleeping. Chiang Mai is. I mean, not Bangkok, but Chiang Mai. No, yeah. Um, it's beautiful, but it's it's you know it's slower different paced. Pace, different pace. So you huh? kind of like if you are affected by your environment a lot, like I am, it's it's it doesn't help you get revved up to do stuff. So gotcha. Yeah. So uh, you had a chance to go. You coming? You came back to Rochester. Rochester after that, though, uh, just being familiarity, or did you have a calling for it, or well, what made you? Um, I went after that I lived in Brooklyn for about a year um and that was great but then I you know I missed uh, the community I missed my friends here I you know I, I I grew close friendships with a lot of people here I mean I don't have family in Rochester but I have um you know good support system so yeah I, I, I get you that I don't I don't have necessarily family in Rochester I have family outside of the city but mm-hmm. I have there's whatever the strongest is a family tie vibe that I get here. There's yeah. my people are here. Yeah, that's so. what it feels like. And it, you know, like the traveling is really wonderful, and I wouldn't trade it for anything because it gives me all these great memories. But um, you don't. That's one thing you're missing. You don't. You know, you don't have like that core mm-hmm. support. So Brooklyn, uh, you were there so for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the energy there must be much more than Rochester, but in a weird mm-hmm. sort of way, I imagine. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of frenetic, but. Um, it's familiar for me because I'm from Long Island. Long Island yeah. So I, I kind of always considered it more of like a home base than I imagine you would if you weren't, if yeah. you didn't grow up near there. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So it wasn't a, an exotic destination. No. It was like closer. Gotcha. Yeah. It okay. was just like a, I want to try this kind of thing, you know. And so you did a whole year, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it a fun time? Was it enjoyable? Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was, yeah, it was hectic and it was a little, it was, but it was, it was weirdly lonely. I mean, everybody says that, right? They say that if you go to like New York or a lot mm-hmm. of places like this, it's, it's, you get a lot of people with their blinders on and yep. it's really hard it, to break into sort of yep. any kind of like social group. So, you know, my roommates were wonderful, but, um, it, yeah, it was very isolating. Mm, gotcha. Um, so your, uh, the year comes up on Brooklyn, mm-hmm. you suddenly go, I'm going to go back to Rochester or is mm-hmm. there other options before that? Was there like... I'm going to try West Coast. I'm going to try I mean, I was Germany. Always, it's, I mean, it's always in the back of my head. I'm very, or is it still now? You're I'm a very like... restless person. So I, you know, I spent so much time in Rochester, more time in Rochester than I even back home, maybe. Because we moved around a lot in Huntington, so on oh. the island. But, it's an um, interesting experience when you realize you've been in the city. You're like, I'm just, I'm, oh, I lived here more than any other place. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Percentages and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's like my second hometown, basically. <laughs> uh, so you're a restless person. Is yeah. there a... Are you going to announce that you're going to vanish again for another year or something know. else? I don't know. Uh, we'll see how we'll see how things go. It's, it's oh. all it's all up in the air. Um, but you know, not for a while. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty good. I mean, I like to have you around here. I mean, although thanks to the internet and social media, I think I saw I followed you in as much as ventures when you were on in Thailand and Brooklyn than I yeah. did here in Rochester as well. Yeah. Um, so uh, we have you. Uh, we figure we're probably going to be taking a break in a little bit, folks. Uh, but uh, probably play some music along. Matt's going to be 
pumping some great tunes for us. Um, so, but I want to give a shout out to uh, everyone who's been messaging in. Uh, if you guys have any questions for Caitlin, you can message me at Magnus Apollo on Twitter or mindofmagnusgmail.com. Uh, we did have uh, John wrote in. He goes Mardi Gras for four months. Did you get a chance to hang around in Mardi Gras and actually have? No, fun I at the actually, event? I actually went back up uh, up to Rochester like before it started. So. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Uh, so as the, another person asked too is like, do you check out Mardi Gras? So those who are writing on Instagram, apparently, the answer is yeah. no. She. I mean, I, I did. I have seen them. I have seen it before. I have family down there. So. No, you said your uncle was a sculptor. Yeah, he's there? yep. He's an amazing sculptor. Uh, I think I've seen you. You shared his work, or maybe. You, yeah. Somebody, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, that's darn cool. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> answer the question there. Thanks for John for writing in for that one. Um, but uh, so actually, we're going to be playing a bit of music here, uh, and uh, we'll be back in a couple songs. If you guys have any questions, let us know. Uh, and also, if you have any you know, suggestions for music, too, let us know. We're actually taking some good suggestions for music for future shows as well. So uh, hang around, guys. We'll be right back after this break. Boys, 
Just thinking about it makes me mad. Little kids doing drugs, it turns my stomach. That stuff hurts. It stops you from living up to your potential. It holds you back. It hurts the user. It hurts his family. And it hurts his friends. I just want to shake some sense into you kids that are using drugs and thinking about using. So remember, don't or else. Okay. Okay. Man, sorry, Mr. T. That was, wow, aggressive. Drugs, come on, jeez. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Rochester for Radio, 104, 106.3 FM. I'm so confused about where we are tonight. It's, it's the heat, you got to it's it. It's got to be. <laughs> I just, I, in the break, I looked at the, the thermostat, and it's set at 70, and it's 80 degrees out in the green room. Oh, God, really? So, yeah. Uh, technology. Yeah. Ah. This place. It's fun. Although, uh, last year this time, or year before this time, it was so cold that one of my guests, I was... Before you joined me. Wait, wait, wait. Can better. we do that again? Before you... It was so cold. It was so cold. How cold was it? There you go. Uh, that, actually, the guests, we, we thought we saw each other's breath. We were like, it's so cold. It got cold. Like, cold, oh, cold. Enough we assumed it must have been a ghost. We're guessing that's right. I was just going to ask if it was really paranormal. <laughs> the only time we had uh, the Halloween episode, the first Halloween episode, I thought, thought someone was messing with me. It was like weird stuff happened here only on Halloween episode. The episode. Like, stuff fell... And I totally, up until the end of the show, I waited for someone to jump out from here. I literally stood up and like, okay, we're done. Then no one was here. And I'm like, oh, the pipes behind that wall were like banging. Like someone yeah. was actually like rapping on. I have video of me like, there's knocking behind because I had like people doing like, uh, uh, we're reading like cool, creepy stories and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, so you guys are back with the Mind of Magnus here on 106.3 FM. Uh, my guest tonight is the always amazing Caitlin Yarsky, uh, illustrator, artist, and musician, and all around cool person. So, <laughs> uh, so we'll be chatting away about stuff. Uh, if you guys have any questions for Caitlin, um, uh, let me know. You can mind, uh, message me at mindofmagnus at gmail.com or uh, on Twitter at Magnus Apollo. Uh, and uh, we did have someone write in that says, there wasn't a question, but he goes, uh, you drew a Dis- Star Trek Discovery character recently on your Instagram, and I loved it. That's The statement was, that came in from Jess. So Aww, That's very nice. So you are, are you a uh, Star Trek nerd? Oh yes, I have the little insignia thing, the little you know communicator, communicator? on my uh, on my backpack. Oh really? Yeah, it was like a pin left over from when I dressed up as Ensign Rowe for Halloween last year and the year before. I can't remember. Ensign Rowe, good pull for that one. Thank you. Do you have the nose thing? I didn't do the whole thing. I ran out of time. I wanted to get the whole like the earring and everything, but. Oh, next year. Do you have a so wait? Do you have a 
Do you rent a costume? Did you have a? Do you happen to have a? Star I got Trek? I got one on Amazon. I don't know if okay. I kept it because I was like I don't remember going to wear this again. <laughs> but yeah. it's just always yes. I always keep my costumes. I, yeah. I, I have a rule. I always keep my costumes because yeah. and I have a pile of random costumes because if somebody needs a costume, I mean, well, it works as for somebody people. who likes to take photo reference of people posing in different costumes, that is very good to know. So yeah. thanks. Yeah, keep that in mind. Right. Random stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah. Also, it's a it's a uh, kind of a veiled threat too. So if you show up at one of my Halloween parties and if you don't have a costume. You can have a costume. You have to. Oh. You have to wear a costume at one of my parties. So there's a box. You're like, pick. You have to wear something. So, I like that. That's yeah. a good. That's a good. Pretty one. good. It makes people happy or scared. Either way, yeah. you're still dressed up, and that's fine with me. Well, that's what you get it. for not coming with a costume. Yeah, especially me. I always my my Halloween party. Uh, my excuse me. My party of choice is always Halloween. I used to always do a large party. It was my thing. Like all my other friends that had different holidays, great. and I would lean into it. Like I've actually. Um, uh, the we've had parties. There was a, a house out in Rush. I would actually uh, have it at because it was the creepiest, weirdest house mm-hmm. on a hill mm-hmm. that I literally thought was haunted. Like I'm not a guy yeah. who's really big into like you know spiritualism and, and religious anything else, but I'm like that house is haunted. I yeah. thought I saw stuff. It was weird. And we had the thing there, and it was. But we had to design it up. I, I'm all about the Halloween parties. And it sounds stuff, amazing. So. Yeah, it's one thing I miss about having. I had a house of my own, and that was my one thing. I would have. I mean, hundreds of people would show for a house party. Wow. Would, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit crazy. Yeah. I, I had such a large party that it would happen on the weekend that the one, the Saturday night to Sunday, I woke up and the party was still happening. I oh, thought people had wow. left. And yeah. I had a theater in my basement. And uh, I came back and stuff's playing. I'm like, oh. And I also went down and there was like five, six people still chilling there. I'm like, oh, hey. How you doing? I'm like, oh. hey, you want some breakfast? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so we invited more people back over. So the party just kept going for, so. Um, but we're not talking about my parties. We'll have at some point we probably will. Uh, we're talking more about Caitlin Yarsky tonight. So we we had the stories of what got you to Rochester for the first mm-hmm. half. Mm-hmm. Uh, you suggested some awesome music from Matt, by the way. So con- congrats for Matt for playing some good tunes in there. Thanks. So. Always take congratulations. <laughs> please do. Please take all those <laughs> all those admirations we toss at you. Um, and uh, so now we're talking about the Caitlin Yarsky that we find here in Rochester. Now you are a musician. Mm-hmm. You like playing music. Are you currently in a band? Um, I am. It's a little bit on a hiatus right now, but mm-hmm. it's uh, called The Incantations. And then um, whenever they're in town, I tend to play with a band called Old Lang Syne. And they, mm. they're my, they're some of my favorite music of, of all time. Like, I mean, of, of anything uh, ever in anything the world. Ever. Like, I wow. mean, I, when they ask me to play with them, I'm just like, really? Oh, wow. Oh, that's, okay. that's an amazing feeling. You're like, I love me. You, like, look yes. behind you. Like, exactly. Are, so, yeah. Are you talking to somebody else? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's. Yeah. I've, I can see that I've uh, seen that performance. It's uh, it's actually thanks to you. Like I, you like I'm checking this out and totally fell in love. Yeah, like, very talented people. They are amazing. Uh, I, can you describe uh, the band to those who do not know the band? Um, sure. So it's uh, Timothy uh, Dick and Kathy Dick. They are married couple with um, uh, three wonderful kids and mm. who sometimes join them during the performances. And they. Uh, they write music. It's it's ethereal. It's dark. It's um, introspective. It's philosophical. It's it's all the things, and it's, it's like folky kind of, but a little a little heavier than that. Yeah, it's not like as a person who listened to it. Like I, folks, good. I enjoy some good yeah. folk stuff, but I've I've encountered a lot of folk over my years, and having and I liked it. It was definitely there was uh, dark is a good way, a little heaviness to it, uh, yeah. a sincerity, mm-hmm. but also talent. Like, oh, insane amounts! Like of I, I that they, they, I've never seen an audience that would be like you know having fun, listening and enjoying themselves. And then when the band got 
more energized and start playing, it, everyone got quiet. You could hear a pin drop. You hear a pin drop, yeah. yeah. It's one of those things, like, I've only encountered that in a handful of musicians, and one was, like, Itzhak Perlman or something else, where mm. it's, like, you can hear, like... Wow. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, it was, uh, like, that level of, like, mm-hmm. sincerity playing it. But that's what I'm saying. It was, yeah. the audience were, like, it wasn't, like, everyone, people didn't shush anyone. They just commanded the audience yeah. to be, like, and we're, like, it was really talented. Like I said, I enjoyed it when you uh, thank you for introducing me to it that's oh, what it was so anytime. yeah um so old lang syme uh and uh you play uh fiddle uh, or violin i don't know which type, way to describe mm-hmm. it in that yep. scenario yeah. um uh and uh where are they they're not from rochester or where are um, they from they they uh have a home base in utica during mm-hmm. the warmer months and then they they fly they fly they fly like little birds over to uh um, bisbee arizona and escape the winters, so uh, that's where they are now. And I was going to join them, but you know, fortune did not favor me there, so I, it's not happening this year. But um, oh. but yeah, it's it's a really hard place to get to, actually. Oh, um, thanks. But yeah, so they they go off there usually in the winters, and gotcha. they can, then they come back. Nice. Now, uh, so the other band you had mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, oh, the Incantations. Incantations, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they, they now are they local crowd as well. Crowd as well. They. Yep. Yep. Um, it's uh you know Mike and Hannah. They, so they it's it's them um, and uh, and Riley and mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's like a local group of local musicians. Very talented group, by the way. Yeah. Hannah is. I love Hannah. I've known yep. her for when she moved to Rochester. I we became friends right away. Yeah. And, and Jenny is my roommate, and she plays trombone. And oh, nice. So it's yeah, it's just a great group. Oh my god! And uh, Riley is uh, like he is. Gifted. He's a upright bassist. He's very gifted. Yeah. Uh, I introduced. I was introduced to him helping move something one point. We kind of just started talking away and having fun. And uh, I think he was was he in Twenty Three or Sages? Uh, a bunch of. Or, I think he might have been. Yeah. But, but so I, I it's like oh he plays music something else and then like a week and a half later he's up on stage playing and he <laughs> was just rocking out I'm like yep because he's such a quiet man yes yeah all of a sudden you see him performing and he is just one with his instrument he's and, fearless it, yeah. it, it, um i've i've picked his brain about it a little bit because i have intense stage fright so when i talk to him i'm just like just tell me how do you and i've, I've had this conversation with a few mu- musicians um in rochester because like they all seem to have tra- like you know uh uh transitioned past that you know yeah, yeah. transcended that's Transcend- the there you yeah. go yeah. um and uh and for me it's just you know year, it doesn't matter how many years i've been playing it's it's it, as soon as i'm in front of people it's like you know it's just Do you it's up a physical react yeah i just you know the it's like a panic attack almost but hmm. you know i i don't i don't think i show it too too much but it, it's uh it's there <laughs> yeah, i'll say from seeing you perform you have uh, a look of more of an intense look like you're focusing mm-hmm. not you're scared if it matters. That's good. Thanks. Good recovery. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Nice cover. Um, uh, so actually, someone just wrote in like, old Lang Syne, exclamation point, exclamation point, about 10,000 of them. So I guess yeah. Jay agrees that they're an amazing band. So yeah. thank you, Jay, for writing in for that one. Um, so uh, now you uh, you said you were uh, uh, play the fiddle, play violin, that sort of stuff. Uh, you try to master guitar. Is there any other instrument? I mean, you've... No, not really. I mean, I would I would like to learn piano too, but uh, you know, I'm kind of focused on one thing at a time, and mostly gotcha. I'm just stuck on the comics. So uh, that takes up the majority of my time when I'm not comics. You say? Oh That's... yeah, <laughs> do those things. There you go. So uh, you have a wonderful comic that I was been enjoying uh, that's happening. Uh, 
It is uh, the Coyotes, right? Mm-hmm. Or just Coyotes. Coyotes, not Coyotes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Image Comic? By Image Comics. Um, yeah, they, they published it. Uh, we made it before they picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a rule of like how much you're supposed to have done beforehand. And I think part yeah. of that is because... Uh, it's hard to rely on people for yeah, yeah. deadlines. So. Yeah, you need to have so much stuff in the can. That's, yeah. it, trust me, being in radio, we know that too. Yeah, so. but it's a, you know it, it makes it a challenge because it's a lot of work to do for free, um, you know, mm-hmm. ahead of time. So, so uh, describe coyotes to uh, the audience. Uh, Aside from people just go out and buy it because it's beautiful. So, oh well, thanks. It's uh, it's so it's it's uh, the art's by me. The writing is by Sean Lewis, mm-hmm. um, and he's a great person to collaborate with. Uh, he's a playwright. And uh, it's a horror story, um, kind of an f- intersectional feminist horror story, I guess is the way I would describe it genre-wise. Um, it's a, the story of this girl, Red, who's uh, about 14 uh, in the beginning, and she's uh, hunting these, these werewolves, or were-coyotes, I guess, that um, are, have been, hunt- have been like, killing women in, uh, in her border town. Um, so it's it's kind of a revenge sort of tale, and then it kind of gets a little bit more crazy and mythological, and you know, uh, mm. you meet different tribes of women who are fighting these uh, these sort of you know symbols of the toxic masculinity, and <laughs> so. So uh, now, uh, where did the idea come from for this comic book? Um, so Sean was the one who wrote it. He gave mm-hmm. me the uh, the script. Um, through you know he emailed okay. me the script yeah, yeah. and everything um you know i think the idea started with the idea of you know like real coyotes that like, bring people across the border and everything and then he kind of uh and and people and women missing in you know towns like gotcha. juarez and yeah, things yeah, like that yeah. and so he kind of went from there gotcha yeah. just curious i mean like i didn't know if he's like i actually he's, he's a big fan of where people i didn't know no I didn't know no no a, he's, yeah. he's all into he's all into symbolism and gotcha. metaphor and i can see that it's a, a great piece uh and um i actually was nice to get a chance to see uh like i i urge people if you get a chance follow caitlin on instagram that's where i i love to get a chance to see some of the line work you've done as an illustrator I, i'm a doodler i'm not a but you are like the line work and the, you're an the illustrator i do sometimes you're an awesome yeah, illustrator yeah. um i wasn't fishing for compliments i'm just trying to tell people check out her instagram feed because it the the line work you do uh, the shapes the the it's remarkably well done uh, and like I said when I when I first met I should probably say this on on the air so get it officially in record uh, one of the first times to interact with you uh, Caitlin was at uh, a the rock con I believe or something else You're sitting at a table by yourself and I just walked up and had to tell you that you were my favorite one of my favorite illustrators I think I said the favorite illustrator at the time I remember uh, that yeah yeah and I it's because I love your work the line work the the, the the I'm very particular on who I enjoy and who I like and your ability to capture uh, facial structures and emote well uh, I found a lot of illustrators they're good at doing either body work or kind of head stuff sometimes mm-hmm. and you balance it all well and convey it well and it's oh. yeah well, I, thanks very much it, I, I love expressions I love doing like that's my, my favorite part is just like is character design and and getting getting those expressions the way you want them to be yeah and uh, you I mean I've seen paintings of yours as well so it's not just you know people you're not just mm-hmm. a pen in hand drawing but you're actually I mean, you painted me once actually I think the last that's year that's true right? yep. yeah uh, but I've seen lo- some of your some of your work you've uh, here in Rochester but you've always had and it's a flair for the creative work too I mean it's uh, definitely a, a fantasy sort of work. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we actually did have a note. Speaking of fantasy, I'm going to tie in here. A uh, big friend of the show, uh, Thomas C. Schaefer, says, uh, love your work and love that you're a fantasy artist. Uh, he actually has a question for you. He, uh, he wants to. He's going to put you on the spot here. I uh, was curious if you would want to come and judge a juried show at the Roster Fantasy Art Gallery in February. We'd love to have your opinion on there. 
Oh, so. wow. Um, if I'm in town, then yes. I might not be in town. I might be visiting my family. But, You're not running um, away to Thailand again? Not running away to Thailand. <laughs> um, but yeah, let, you know, let me know the dates and I'll see if I'll be in town. Sounds good. Well, so Chuck, there you heard about it. So uh, yeah, he actually, there's a Rochester Fantasy Art Gallery. Uh, Chuck was on the uh, the show here uh about half of a year ago, give or take. Okay. And, uh, but he's a huge fan of fantasy artwork and stuff, and he thought mm-hmm. Rochester needed its own fantasy art gallery. So it's a smaller one over on Atlantic Ave. Great. Uh, and he just wants to have more fantasy artists and those who love the genre come in and hang out. Actually, I'm really excited that he has it, that, oh, he, that he started it. Yeah, it's, it's, I go there myself. It's just, it's a small little spot, uh, mm-hmm. and it is, it's a great little hangout. I've actually bumped into other, like, people I would never have bumped into. Actually, we had a, a conversation with this little, like, a teenager that was just, like, a fantasy gallery comic book nerd cool. and it was just like we all had the same language all excited about the same thing yeah. and you know so so thomas e schaefer yeah thank you for that note in there yeah, and, thanks for uh, the invite uh but yeah glad to have you i'd love to see what the show is so he's doing another uh juried show coming up here so nice uh but wow, time is flying we only have it's already coming wow. up at the end of the show already isn't that amazing yeah so by the way we were just talking about caitlin's instagram what was that instagram handle again oh it's caitlin yarsky that's just together so, yeah Perfect. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, C A I T L I N. There yep. you go. Um, yeah. Definitely check that out. Uh, I'm I said it's one of my favorite uh, Instagram feeds to check out for art and stuff. So uh, now, so we're coming into the show. I want to just like, what is uh, the the future plans of Caitlin Yarsky? You keep playing the fiddle, trying to get Old Lang Syne to come back and play more, mm-hmm. hoping to get some more time for you, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to, you know, lean into making more creative stuff. Yeah, I want to make comics the main thing, you know. Um, I have some freelance work, but I kind of want to be able to eventually make a living just doing comics, so. And it just... In order to do that, you just gotta keep making them, right? Just keep on. I I think that's the way to go. It's a it's a very unpredictable and volatile industry, and it's uh it's a little confusing how it works well, yeah, and, and how who how people kind of rise or, or or how that works. But um, I feel really lucky that it that it's gotten the reception it's gotten as being it's my first book. Um, and through Image, I'm just like floored by the whole thing. So I'm I'm excited about that, and I mm-hmm. feel like it's a good indication that that's that comics is where i want to be so uh from what i read it seems pretty good now i uh, so this uh, the writer that contacted you uh mm-hmm. sean uh mm-hmm. for that if another writer loves your work is would they be willing would you like would they be able to send oh, a message yeah. to say hi you yeah know? absolutely because we have we have a lot of remarkable writers here in rochester and we have a couple actually listen in quite a bit so mm-hmm. uh so if you guys want to reach out to caitlin they can uh your uh website is just your name was it caitlin yep just caitlinyarski.com nice um but uh yeah so i would love to see more of your artwork do you so if you had your own like uh, if you had your able to have whatever comic book you want you're going to illustrate what would yours be what would be the Caitlin Yarsky oh, comic well, book? Oh, I'm writing one right now, and I will tell you as soon as I have something to show. <laughs> okay, well, you always, <laughs> you always have a place here. No matter what happens, let us know if okay. you, you know, we'll gladly pimp your wares, whatever you need, anything awesome. else. Um, Definitely but, happily have you back. That would be great. Aww. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Actually, I'd love to have her on. We have some ideas for some uh, uh, group chats, so we'll have other artists oh, in cool. to talk about stuff. So That sounds great. Uh, and also, we're doing pre-recorded shows, so it's even better. We get to hang around and drink and party, and then just the best of the best gets put into the show. So. <laughs> Soda and cake. It's fantastic. Hey, exactly, exactly. Yes. Um, but, Caitlin, thanks for being on. We actually we have a couple more minutes left, but, uh, Matt, is there anything you feel that you wish to uh, convey to the lovely Caitlin Yarsky over here? Anything? Any good questions for art? I mean... I am just very excited to pick up Coyotes. I, I, uh, <laughs> what number is it on now out there, actually? Someone has asked um, that question. It's done. So um, issue eight was the last one. Eight? Okay. Issues one through four have been made into a trade paperback. It's volume one. Volume mm. two is issues five through 
eight, and okay. they are com- that's coming out next week. Oh wow! Yeah. Congrats! Oh my gosh! That's what I that's actually. Amazing. It, they're, they're gorgeous. Uh, I actually I don't have a lot of comics in bags. I know people will gasp at this, but yours are actually in bags at my house. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, guys, thanks for listening in tonight. Uh, Matt, is there anything we need to have for before we get our you know just the, just our the, usual housekeeping stuff? Yeah, anything like, else we need to do before that? No, not, not really. No, I just want to get uh, before I do. I just want to give one good shout out. Uh, we have a lot of folks uh, coming in this next year, and it's actually thanks to everyone's been writing in on Twitter. And uh, uh, the Twitter folks, we love you out there. Uh, so thank you. Let me a message. Uh, send me an idea if you have a guest you like talking to. But also, I think our kind of our goal for 2019 is also the simple thing is tell me your best story. We've been trying to reach out to other people, and uh, uh, and some folks are always kind of nervous. It's going to be like I don't have anything to talk about. If you have an amazing story, or if you know someone that has amazing Rochester story, something else, let us know. We'd be doing some pre-recorded shows, so it doesn't have to be a full show. We're actually just looking for even. You have a good story for five, ten minutes. Let us know. We're piecing together some great stories for 2019. And thanks to Matt and that glass box of his. He's an amazing audio engineer over there, and he's been putting stuff together. So, well, thanks. Yeah, but so that's the thing we want to have yes. uh, 2019 together. Good stories. So, uh, but that's pretty much it. I want to get that in before our house cleaning. So, Matt, what's our house cleaning cool. for the night? House cleaning. Our intro song, "Paradise Engineering" by the band Yacht off the album Shangri-La. Uh, right now, it's. Uh, Dreaming a City by the Manic Street Preachers. We heard Tom Waits and Man Man earlier. And one side note, get well, Jay Freddy. Nice. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, thanks again for listening in, folks. We always have a blast here on uh, the show. And, Caitlin, thank you so much for being on. Oh, it was such a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, it was. this is a great time. I love geeking out and talking art and talking and actually music, which is a nice, nice, nice thing here. Uh, but we'll have you back on at some point in time here. Do not worry. Um, you guys, let us know if you have any other ideas for it. Uh, also, if you guys want to be an underwriter for a show, we actually are now looking for underwriters again for our show. Let us know. Uh, put some money in the bank here at the radio station. Keeps us happy. And I'll gladly sing your praise, too. You don't have to be a company. You can just be a cool person. We're looking for underwriters. Uh, but thanks again for listening, folks. We'll be back again next week for fun stories. Check us out on our podcasts, wherever you can find your podcast at. Uh, Mind of Magnus, uh, you can check it out that way. Uh, you guys have been listening to 1063 FM, WRFC, LP Roster. Thanks again, folks, and have a great night.